0: Welcome to EE Times On Air. I'm your host, David Finch, but that is not why we're here. We are here for my next guest. Jesse Will is a freelance writer based in Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Jesse writes for Rolling Stone, Men's Journal, The Wall Street Journal, and other outlets about entertainment, technology, cars, and more. Super excited to have you here, Jesse. Thanks for having me here, Dave. Uh this it's is awesome. A- what, are we, uh, what, what are we stepping through here? I know it's, it's a new year, yeah. super exciting. It's 2019, and uh, we're here at CES looking at all the new ways that technology will touch the consumer. Uh, some of these things I would call successful, other things not so much. Um,
1: what are we looking at? So pretty exciting here at CES this year in the car sphere. And uh, this, this is a project from Audi, actually. And the big idea with this one is the motion of a car is going to shape the content that you're seeing and hearing, which is kind of a big idea. Hear me out on this. It's called the <laughs> Audi Experience Ride. And basically, engineers are starting to think about how we're going to combat car sickness when we're being driven by robots, essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this is a topic I can get on board with. Yeah. So uh, it's going to go for present day riders in the back seat, too. So. Basically, what we're looking at here is passengers in the back seat will be wearing virtual reality goggles, and the content on those goggles will adapt to the motion that the car is experiencing. So, if you're going around a curve, your character in a video game might fly through some trees, like like you're going through Jurassic Park kind of landscape or something like that. Presumably, once you get out of the car, you get to your location, you won't have motion sickness because you'll feel like you were looking out the window. That is so much fun, and I can, only, I can just imagine the robot driver hitting a pothole just, just to screw with your VR. Yeah. Like, mm, sorry about that. You know? Yeah, I'm sure the <laughs> designers are going to love that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Audi also showed the complete opposite of this uh, concept, which is uh, the content determining motion. So they had one of these parked to the side, and It was playing uh, some home theater stuff on monitors inside an action movie. And the suspension of the car was traveling up and down like a kind of theme park ride. Nice. Um, And ideally, this would be like a guy parked in his garage, uh, like playing video games or whatever (laughs) while the car like rocks and rolls. When you say the guy, you mean David Finch. (laughs) How, did they have any indication, like how far away this technology was in time? No indication, but they're saying that it's open to other developers, and and we'll see. As in, as in many things in CS, we'll see. We'll see, and uh, hopefully, you know, go to my mechanic and
0: say, I wasn't being jostled enough. Yeah, when I was playing Doom in yeah. my car in the garage, could you fix this? And you need to scare me more.
1: <laughs> and yeah. Then-
0: I guess what they would do is they would have to give you a loaner vehicle that matches the performance, Yeah. so then they'd have all these dealer loaner
1: vehicles you drive home, park in your garage, and get jostled around. I think it's great. Yeah, it's a (laughs) pretty cool idea. Uh, The second thing I wanted to talk about, basically there's a lot of of stuff happening about noise canceling on the show floor this year. Quiet is the new loud. If you walked the show floor 10 years ago, you would see that there was a battle for the loudest system out there. And now you're seeing this emphasis, uh, like kind of a race to be quiet via the use of extensive, you know, active noise cancellation in the new cars and trucks. Um, Bose announced something called Quiet Comfort Road Control, which kind of aims to hush the sounds of harsh pavement. So it uses accelerometers, microphones, and software to create a kind of cancellation signal that hushes the cabin. Car sound systems are doing much more now than they ever were because we're not only canceling out noise, we're listening to music, but we're also augmenting engine noises. And, you know, all this becomes more important as we go towards battery powered vehicles that are quieter and you can hear more road noise. So we're looking for ways to kind of make the cabin a quiet experience where you can watch a movie while your robot driver drives or do your work. Yeah. You know, if anybody has any doubts, by the way, about the quality
0: of noise cancellation technology these days—I uh, I myself was skeptical. Uh, even even though I have an, a background in audio engineering, yeah. when I put on the the latest uh, Sony noise-canceling headphones, they're
1: crazy. Yeah, I have
0: those. There, uh, yeah. it's like it took a two-year jump. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. it was a, it was a step function up in performance. Yeah, and it really—they're it, comfortable. It's a it's a delightful listening experience. Yeah, and. Um, I have no doubts that what you can control in the automotive environment is the acoustic design of the car. Yeah. Right? You can't can't design for road noise, but what you can do is design to be able to predict road noise and conditions of the road. The nice thing is, as we move to driver assisted vehicles, we will have so many other types of sensors going on in the car that maybe you could
1: even be taking a visual look
0: if you're going onto
1: grooved pavement. Right it can adapt before you get there. Yeah, you're already starting to see suspensions from Audi and Mercedes use cameras to kind of pre-sense what kind of pavement you're going to encounter and they'll they'll like raise or lower the car based on what it thinks you're going to hit. And that's a that's a dream for designers because the the data will already exist. It's already yeah. being collected. Now, what do we do with it? And yeah. and that's where the story gets blown wide open. Yeah. So, this is pretty far out. This is Nissan's uh, invisible to visible concept which they're saying merges the real and virtual worlds. Stay with me on this one. So the idea is that in some far out future, it gets data from outside centers in the infrastructure and can show you what kind of road events are ahead of you. Or maybe it can even show you what's around the corner of a building or something like that. Um, but I think the most interesting and funny and kind of fascinating part of this is they're saying that you're not going to just interact with your car vocally through voice. You're going to be conversing with a 3D avatar, possibly one sitting in the passenger side seat next to you, <laughs> um, <Awesome>. or, <laughs> or in the back seat of the car. So just kind of bring. I, you know, I'd never thought of having hologram passengers, but I guess we're going to have to think about that. And it and it brings up all kinds of thoughts, like you know. You know, the question is always like, who would you want to go on a historical like, road trip with? <laughs> Any characters in history, like you could
0: pretty much. Anyone, and the first person that comes to mind, I should probably have my imagination checked when I get back, but the first person that comes to mind, we're in Las Vegas, Penn and Teller. I wouldn't have Penn Gillette, I would have Silent Teller yeah. pop up out of nowhere, and I could, I could just tell from his, uh, his body language and the hologram yeah, uh, whether or not
1: I was driving well. Who, who would you bring? Well, I did. You know, you brought up pen and tell. I did see David Copperfield wandering around the show yesterday. So maybe <laughs> you can get him in real life, though. So I guess we wouldn't need a hologram. <laughs> you can get him in
0: real life. Actually, what would be interesting with that is if you have a if you have a hologram image beaming into your car yeah. of Elva David Copperfield. Somebody who already is living and and making a wage. Yeah. I think he makes a decent wage here in Vegas. I think so. Could you program it to do tricks? And if so, does that violate like, copyright or intellectual property things
1: if he's blowing your mind with tricks, but he's not really there? Who knows? It's a brave new world. We'll have to see. <laughs> Anything goes. And like, this is like one of those things that you see at CES, where if you're here and you're looking for stuff that's going to come out in the next month or two, yeah. you come away disappointed. But then uh, you'll see something like this, which is obviously not around the corner. But it's an idea that maybe you hadn't thought of. But that is pretty cool. I'm gonna
0: go with the automaker that deploys a hologram airbag in the event of a crash when the hologram person is sitting there. Wow, that's if they've that's got really that attention meta. to detail. Is
1: that meta? Yeah, I think that's. Meta. I think that
0: could be meta. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the I also like the idea of being able to turn off your backseat driver.
1: Yeah. You know, if it's getting too much, you just hologram off. Or as you mentioned, the um, toll lanes or uh, HOV <laughs> lanes. Just fill your car with avatars. That's right. If, if these are, uh,
0: you know, photo tolerant, you know, like we, we can actually yeah. take pictures of them, this is going to open up a whole new world
1: for me in my commute. Yes. <laughs> we demand photo tolerant holograms. <laughs> We're putting down the gauntlet here at CES. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Uh, Okay, we can go to the next slide. Uh, This next one, uh, this is pretty cool. It's the idea that the car panels themselves are going to become speakers. So in the next few years, we could see parts of your car like the door panels and even the windows become speakers. The technology is from a supplier called Continental and it's in development with a few manufacturers for about the 2021 timeframe. Um, And it kind of uses vibration to deliver sound, like little actuators that the cores of traditional speakers that are attached to the surfaces and then tuned to become speakers essentially. So stiffer material like the rear window glass can produce a deep output, so you wouldn't need to have, take up space with a big subwoofer. And like narrow pillars can be more of your high end speakers. So this technology would save weight. Uh, They're thinking about 30 pounds per car and it requires lower energy than general speakers. and uh, But again, it goes back to the CES buzzword, which is immersion. So <laughs> what does that want, even mean? We want immersion. We want everything everywhere. And okay. this speaks to that idea that sound is going to be coming not just from a speaker in your car, but from your car. You know, we've always perceived sound
0: uh, from the moment it, it uh, acts against our eardrums, you know, that sets up a vibration in the, uh, the inner ear, the cochlear membrane, your uh, neurotransmitters send this electrical information to the brain and bam, we have sound, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean we need to limit it to our ears being the transducers. Uh, you know, we've got, uh, we, we certainly can, can perceive sound and the effects of sound, certainly at, at the low end, uh, you know, with things like, not thunderous, uh, but a very high output, very high energy, low-end sound that's not being driven by a battery-draining, enormous subwoofer. Right. If you're using uh, maybe all of the different elements of the car that that exist structurally to assist that, I think it's a I think it's a pretty interesting technology and something that if they were to somehow combine this with
1: the uh, the noise cancellation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have cars that are. So quiet, we're going to go crazy. <laughs> that's a great, that's the other automaker I'm going to go
0: with. Yeah. Audi. So quiet, you'll go crazy. <laughs> you'll go crazy. <laughs> I think you'll, that's, need a, you'll need those <laughs> avatars to talk to. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. I've noticed that you're. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shut up, avatar. That's
1: fantastic. Uh, okay, we got one more. Yeah. Um, this is a big idea over at the Intel booth. Cars will become roaming home theaters. Uh, so you're starting to see the idea of concept, uh, the interiors of concept cars are transformed as the auto world starts to think about what cars will look like once we're in a world where a car drives you point to point, and you don't need to be in the front seat, for example. Sure. Um, you know, cars are going to become the new home theater or our new workspace so here intel warner and bmw teamed up to produce a concept on the CES show floor where they're kind of reimagining the passenger experience so what you have here is a rider uh, can flip through a comic book that's on kind of a tablet and as they do so related imagery kind of shows up and surfaces on the window panels, the side panels, and on a kind of panoramic monitor right in front of you. It's a bit far-fetched, but the concept kind of shows that companies are starting to think about how to monetize what they call the passenger economy, how to make revenue from travelers that no longer need to pay attention to the road. Since we're all going to be passive passengers, uh, we're going to need things to see and and we're going to need things to buy.
0: That's right. You you can't make up for that. you know if driverless or not, a two hour drive is a two hour drive, yeah, um, right now you're buckled into a terrible seat. You've got your tiny little screen in front of you with some questionable you know a couple Adam Sandler movies, which I'm yeah. sure are fine, but uh, after a while, um, what you want to see is a, a little variation, and this would be great also deployed in rVs. Imagine you're oh, a yeah. band, and uh, maybe uh I know we're going to get to that in a in a different segment together. Yeah but I could totally see if they're setting up a very specific look and feel inside the venue, the band can kind of rehearse being in that space in the tour bus. Oh, right. Uh, totally immersed in what they're doing. Yeah.
1: Might be pretty uh, For sure, pretty cool it's very go. like moody. As you can see, there's ambient lighting that matches yeah. everything. You know, it's a very, and, uh, it's a tone poem, if you will. <laughs> I love that.
0: I will. You know, the uh, the other cool thing is, the, the power requirements on all of this technology now, we're at the point of power economy, um, certainly with digital electronics, that this is not you know far-fetched. This yeah. could be happening off of a battery in an automotive right. environment yeah. without too much drain on the system. Right, for sure. Um, well, out of all of these, if you had to pick.
1: We it, do have one more. Oh, we've got, I oh, we've got so, a bonus. Yeah. Sorry, I, had, I, was, I was wrong. We do have one more. Look so this. this was really cool. Uh, This was from Kia, and basically the big idea here is that your mood is going to set the soundtrack of your car stereo. (laughs) Uh, You know, cars are already starting to look at our faces to determine, through facial recognition, whether or not we're paying attention to the road, or whether we're fatigued, whether we're falling asleep. Um, But they're going to possibly start reading our moods, too. So a concept here uh, at CES from Kia developed with MIT used AI and facial recognition for a system they call real-time emotion adaptive driving, R-E-A-D, read. Nice. So it kind of looks at your face and detects if you are joyful or bored or so on. Um, so I sat inside and observed my normal emotionless uh, resting driving face, I Let's guess you could it. say. <laughs> and it asked me, why are you so serious? <laughs> And then it started playing techno EDM music and the seat vibrated and lights pulsed and music pulsed and there was like a scent coming out. So basically the car was supposed to be energizing me so I am alive and, and paying attention to the task of driving, but it also kind of just made me want to pull over and, and start partying. So I don't know. <laughs> but it's I mean it's another thing that, you know, I I would never I cover cars and I would have never thought of that until I stumbled upon it here.
0: What's, what's interesting about this is it's almost the car, and I don't want to sound cynical on this one because it's, I've got a really cool application for this in mind, but what you just described, that particular use case, it's almost like the car never minding the fact that you're a sentient being who yeah. you might want to feel serious the for The car a is a good time
1: guy, I think. He's not, <laughs> he's not there to be bummed out. He's your buddy. That's right. Kia Motors, man. Lighten up. You're in a Kia. You're having a great time. You will notice it doesn't have wheels. So (laughs) this is not coming out in February. Uh, But it's cool nonetheless. I love how they figured everything out. They haven't
0: figured out the wheels. Yeah. We'll work on it. That's an afterthought. That's
1: for CES 2020. There's
0: so much entertainment going on inside the vehicle, you you don't need wheels. Yeah. You'll just be
1: delighted that you've arrived nowhere. Yeah, you know what? We don't have to go out tonight. I had my fill. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where do you need to go, yeah, <laughs> in this Kia to the garage <laughs> so uh yeah, again, this was funny, cool, this is awesome um, unexpected, man. and you you don't get that every year from c s so it was kind of a good good year for Cartech this is a good year um, not
0: not that my opinion means anything, but uh, let's let's go through and if we had to pick one that we were going to take home like cool, this exists, and we we're going to go home and start using it today what, out of
1: all of these, could you pick one I mean. It's probably the least exciting, but the most exciting because it is imminent, and it's just the noise canceling. I mean, it's the fact that we're using new technologies that are coming out very soon that are actually gonna change our experience on the road, and that's always exciting for someone that looks at this stuff all the time. I love that response. I echo that. I would also go with the
0: noise canceling. I feel like, I don't need entertainment shoved down my throat. Yeah. When I'm at the gas pump and it surprises you, like, what what was that? When the screen pops on and it's somebody, like, uh, dancing in a Broadway musical or something, great. I would have gone to Broadway and and procured a seat Yeah. and watched it. Right. So I don't know that I want the machine telling me how I need to be entertained. Yeah. What I want is a machine that says, like, it is a little loud in here, isn't it? Yeah. Let's quiet it down. A number of applications for that. Uh, You know, I... When, when we were speaking to each other yesterday before yeah. all this, I kept referencing uh, the autism population. Yeah. And, and in here I'm seeing some opportunities also for uh, the the neurodivergent community, things that are fostering a sense of neurodiversity in the sense that uh, a quieter cabin that's more acoustically controlled is always going to be a more pleasing sure. experience. Yeah, Less surprise noises, less harsh sounds right. that are uh, Feeding this this sensory kind of stimulation and, and ultimate overload in yeah. many cases, which leads to a uh, an experience of emotional dysregulation in some individuals, autistic or not. Yeah. But in the case of something like this, imagine if I had a if I had a visual monitor looking out, and um, I don't I'm not the best at reading people's uh, emotional states. But imagine something could tell me just buzz in my ear like. You know, Jesse's done with you now. <laughs> like, oh, OK, and then I can wrap it yeah. up and be, uh, be gone. Yeah. Um, it's the exact same thing applied slightly differently. And ultimately, very cool technology, in my opinion. Uh, the use case doesn't have to be for everybody.
1: Exactly. I mean, so, for some of this stuff, it's like a little bit goofy. But like you're saying, like you can imagine a use case for it that is very practical. Like sure. even go back to avatars, yeah. um, people that need a little more help or need things explained to them. For some people, that might be useful at some point in time. We'll see. Yeah, if I'm an over the long haul, over the road trucker, yeah, um,
0: I wouldn't mind if I'm listening to Billy Joel to have one William Joel pop up in the passenger yeah, seat next sure. to me and just, uh, Dave, how's the drive going? Yeah. Like, you blew my mind, Billy Joel. It's going yeah. great.
1: Depending on the song, I would have to like pull over and let the Billy Joel hologram off. <laughs> but to each his own. <laughs> Only.
0: Only the good die young. Only the Billy Joel's get out of my truck right yes, now. For sure. <laughs> well, this has been fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for stepping me through these. I'm, I'm encouraged by most of what I've seen here yes. and delighted by the rest. Yes. Uh, and so for uh, Rolling Stone, for Jesse Will, and for the Aspen Core Global Service, thank you so much for watching. And check out our next one where we dive into...
1: The world of
0: live music. The world of live music. Nothing's better. We'll try to do it from Austin, but something tells me... We're going to be doing it from right here. All right. Thanks a lot. EE Times on air. This program is produced by AspenCore. Thanks for listening.